Okay, I'll admit the title to today's episode is kind of a tease because you know that I don't believe in secrets to business, but I do believe that this is one thing that you can give yourself a massive dose of permission around to start attracting and landing more of the right clients. Today, we're doing a deep dive on one thing I see support my clients in becoming an absolute magnet to more leads, clients, and cash. While it is a super simple shift, and dare I say rather obvious, I would also be willing to bet there's more mindset work for you to do here. If you're someone who feels like you aren't landing the kind of dream clients you want, or like you're constantly scrolling social, listening to the podcast, getting stuck in the comparison trap, and feeling like someone is always doing business better than you, then this is the exact episode you need to break out of that thought spiral and start attracting more people who are excited to buy. You're listening to One Simple Shift, and I'm your host, Amanda Joyce Weber, the mindset coach and business mentor that believes it is possible to have a beautiful, balanced life and a successful, thriving business. In fact, what if success wasn't as complicated as everyone was making it out to be? What if the magic formula you've been looking for has been you all along? Each week, I cut through the noise and bring you one simple, actionable mindset shift you can implement today to completely transform the way you show up daily and the results you see because of it. All success starts with the right mindset, and it's time that you create the life and business you've always dreamed of. Let's get started. Hello, hello, my simple shifters. I hope you're having an incredible week. I am looking out my window of my office right now, and we just got the most beautiful snowfall. I know, I feel like I say this every time this time of year, but you know how magical I think the snow is, and I just love how the sky looks after it just fell and the blue sky is starting to peek through the clouds and it is just the most magical experience. I just made myself a cup of Earl Grey decaf tea. I really like the Republic of Tea Earl Grey decaf because I have to have decaf this time of day. Anything past noon and I just can't sleep. So it is amazing. I squeeze a little wedge of lemon in with that and it is just uh, such a delight this time of day. So just feeling into that and just really embracing all the feels there. So wanted to talk to you about the secret to attracting and landing more of the right clients in your business and how to really be a magnet to those people and really start attracting them with ease. Now, the mindset shift I'm going to dish out in this episode is kind of straightforward and kind of obvious, I guess, in a way. But also what I have found is that it is really difficult to, or can be difficult to apply this in practice and really give yourself this permission to embrace this mindset, which is why we're going to dive into it today. I have a few different examples I'm going to give you and we're going to talk about how to really implement this and apply this in your own business, because I think that is really where the magic happens here. So how to attract and land more of the right clients. Now, you know that I do not believe in secrets, and I really don't think there's one thing in business in general that is the secret to anything, but (laughs) 
reason I phrased it this way, I'm like chuckling. I crack myself up here. Um, the reason I phrased it this way is because it feels like one of those things that's obvious. And at the same time, it's something that I see so few people actually giving themselves permission to do in their marketing content, in their sales process, in their business overall. And it makes such a difference. So let's talk about the thing and then we can go and we can talk about how you can apply this because I think the examples will be really helpful here. But the secret to attracting and landing more of the right clients is giving yourself permission to be yourself. I know, right? (laughs) Not that groundbreaking, but really, really freaking important. And the reason I say that is because this is the thing that makes everything else in business feel so much harder if you are not actually allowing yourself to do. So if you're not giving yourself permission to show up as yourself, there's probably still a certain way that you think you need to show up, gain visibility, be in your business. That is not necessarily true, right? So again, I think sometimes we create these kind of rules for ourselves and we're not even really sure where the rule came from, right? I see this all the time with clients where they're like, well, if I was going to show up on stories, then I would have to insert thing here, like do them in a certain way. I'd have to show my to-do list every day. I'd have to, like you do all this stuff where you go for walks and stuff and I don't do stuff like that. So I don't know what I would show, right? All these kind of conversations around thinking that it has to look one certain way. And the magic of being yourself is deciding that your way is actually the right way. The way that you naturally show up, the way you're naturally more visible, the way you talk in real life is actually the way you should be writing your marketing content, the way you feel most natural to pitch potential clients on sales calls is actually the way that you should lean into doing it is so freaking permission giving. And of course, you don't need my permission. You don't need anyone else's permission. But it is really important that you give yourself permission around that so that you can feel like you are allowing your full self in your business. Because the only way well, maybe not the only way, (laughs) but one of the ways that business can feel really freaking hard is if you constantly feel like you need to be someone else, if you constantly feel like you should be showing up in a different way, if you constantly feel like whoever you are just isn't good enough or doesn't fit the mold of what you think a business owner should look like, of what you think marketing content should look like, of what you think sales should look like, that is when it starts to feel really freaking difficult. So let's talk about how we can sort of strip away that difficulty and really just embrace more of who you are in your business. I don't know why that was so hard to say, but I think that this is super helpful when we start looking at things that you're actually really good at already, right? So there are some things that people have told you over and over again that you're just really good at. You probably don't think a lot about them because they come with relative ease. So people saying, oh, you have like a great eye for color or you are really good at 
you know, taking complicated ideas and condensing them down, or you're really good at interacting with people, or you're really clear and concise, or you really simplified that for me. I'm just like throwing out, I'm literally making things up here, but I'm throwing out random examples so that you can begin to think, what are the things that people have just told you that you're really good at that you're probably dismissing? I find this to be very common with the clients that I work with is that when things start to come easily to them, they start to dismiss them or they downplay those things because most of the time there's an underlying mindset story there that says that it needs to be difficult to be valuable, that it's not necessarily worthy of praise because it comes so easily to them, right? So there's usually more under the surface there. But I think that one of the most useful things that you can do is really looking at those things that you're good at, that you're probably downplaying, that you're probably dismissing, because that is usually where the magic lies. That is usually where that kind of sparkly energy starts to shine when you're doing that thing, right? When you're just like in it, right? Like that is your thing. That is something you're good at. It's something that flows easily to you. And you're probably so used to dismissing it that it it probably you don't think about it a lot, to be perfectly honest. So that is usually where I think that sort of attraction lies when it comes to landing more dream clients, landing more of the right clients in your business. Because when you can embrace the things that you're actually good at and show up as more of yourself, your full self, and really own that, that is when a lot of these other pieces start to click. I was saying to a client recently, I was asking her exactly why she's amazing. And you'd be so surprised how few of us can actually answer that question. How few of us are actually really comfortable bragging on ourselves. How few of us actually think in that way, right? And it's just such a helpful exercise. Honestly, this is a great exercise for you to just do in your journal and for you to really think about because the more you know what makes you amazing, and this doesn't even have to be in business, quite honestly. This can be in life. This can be a skill you have. This can be something you're just really good at. Like The more you know why you're amazing, the easier that translates in all of the other areas of your life and business. But what I find is so often there's negative self-talk there. There is a little voice inside telling you, yeah, but like you're not actually that good at that. Or yeah, but I mean, you only hit that really big sales number from all those referrals that came your way. So like, does that actually count? Or yeah, but you only helped like, X many clients with that. So who who's to say that wasn't a fluke, right? There's all of this negative self-talk that really holds people back, maybe holding you back from truly believing in what it is that you have to offer your ideal clients, the people who are out there looking for help with the exact problem that you solve. And why this is an issue and why this has to do with sales is because if you don't even believe it, it's going to be really freaking difficult for you to translate it 
in all of the places that I mentioned, right? In that marketing content, on that podcast, in that live you did, in that sales call with a potential client, in that email. Because if you don't believe it, they're borrowing that belief from you. They're quite literally feeding off your energy when they have that interaction with you. And if you don't believe it, it's really freaking difficult for them to cling on to anything, right? So that is why this is like the most important work that you can do when it comes to attracting more of the right clients and really feeling like you are a magnet to those people is really giving yourself permission to show up as yourself and to believe that that version of yourself is amazing. So in order to do that, you really have to be clear on that first. You really have to get to the bottom of like, why am I amazing? Why is this work amazing? How am I helping people? Like, what are the things that come easily to me that just flow that I can really start to own instead of diminishing that, instead of saying, yeah, but it just comes so easily. So it's not worry, worthy of being compensated for or whatever else is coming up there because I know that there is so much mindset stuff that can bubble to the surface there. But that is just such an important piece of that. It's kind of like dating, right? So if you're going on a date, the only way that that feels really freaking terrible is if you try to be someone you're not, right? If you think you have to dress a certain way, look a certain way, show up as a certain person, be someone you're not, like whatever the thing is, right? If you're showing up as anyone but you, that's like a recipe for a really terrible date because First of all, you're probably going to be really uncomfortable on that date just by showing up and trying to be someone other than who you really are. But that's also not a recipe for attracting someone that you want to be with long term, right? Eventually, they're going to see through that. They're going to get to the bottom of that. They're going to find out that this isn't necessarily like who you truly are. And that doesn't make for a great relationship overall. They're probably going to break up with you, right? Like (laughs) it probably won't work out. And the reason I say that is because I think it's really clear in that example to see how this plays out. And yet this is the thing that I see so much fear around when it comes to those visibility efforts, when it comes to really infusing more of yourself in your marketing and your sales process, because you're so... People are so afraid, even if not you specifically. I see so many people who are afraid of infusing more personality or infusing more of what makes them them in those places because they're afraid of what people will think. They're afraid of you know, what that's going to look like, or they're afraid of really truly owning that, or they don't even know what to truly own, right? So I think that this is just such an important thing to think about and an important thing to really set an intention around in your business because being who you really are is really going to be the thing that attracts more of the right clients exactly how I was talking about in that dating example right that is the recipe for success there that is the recipe for getting more dream clients on sales calls. That is the recipe for creating more magnetic marketing content that really brings in those people who are already excited to work with you. Like that is the recipe. And yet it's the thing that we are often so unwilling to give ourselves permission around because there's that extra layer of fear there. 
Infusing more of yourself, your personality, your values, your authenticity, and well, what makes you, you sounds pretty simple, right? And yet I know this can be one of the most difficult things to give yourself permission around in online business. That's why I freaking love helping you get to the root of how you like to do things and what feels best to you when it comes to sales so you can close more of them and land clients with more ease. Because at the end of the day, you want clients who want to work with you, not the version of you that you think they're looking for, not the version of you that does everything absolutely perfectly, but rather who you are in the here and now. And unlocking that can be as simple as hopping on my free 30-minute Sincere Sales Coaching Call, where we'll do a deep dive on your biggest mindset challenge around sales and talk about how to shift it to land more of them. I only offer a few of these each week, so head over to amandajoyceweber.com slash sincere sales to grab a time that works for you. I have a client who we were talking about this recently, and one of her absolute gifts is her ability to say things really simply and really concisely. And this is something that I so admire because I tell a long story. As you guys know, listening to the podcast, (laughs) that is something that I just know about myself. I can be really wordy and I can tell a long story. So me writing a post like it is in almost inevitable that I hit the character limit on like every single Instagram post because I just feel like I have so much to say so I was talking to this client and I was saying to her I was like I think that's such a gift that you know you can say things in a really short form way and still get your point across and still connect with your dream clients and and that's actually like the magic of it But she was so, so insistent that it needed to be longer, that it, you know, wasn't a long enough post, that she needed to be wittier in her captions and really just trying to convince herself that she should be someone different than who, who she is naturally, essentially. Right. And I think that so many of us do this in different ways, essentially in making the way that we naturally do things, the way that comes most naturally to us, like in writing posts, making ourselves wrong for those things, right? Feeling like it has to be done differently, having that right way in our head that we think that, you know, good business owners write their captions. But the truth is that is not a thing, right? It all works. There is no one kind of post that you have to write in order to attract dream clients. The way you attract dream clients is by infusing more of yourself in your posts. So if you are someone who tends to like to write shorter captions and you can still convey value and you can still connect and you can still sell in that way, then that is the way that you should be doing it, right? Should. I don't think, like I said, I don't think there's one way that we should be doing these things in business. So much of owning your own business is really deciding that the way you want to do it is the right way. And that is so permission giving because then you're not trying to fit yourself into this mold of someone else. You're not trying to be someone different than who you are. And I think that that's the most important piece here is because the more you practice that and the more you 
practice showing up as yourself, writing in the way that you talk or just in the way that you write, the more you you know, infuse parts of your personality. Look, you have to tell everything to strangers on the internet, but I do think that there are ways to own who you are, own parts of your personality, really share more of that because honestly, that's what sets you apart from someone else's business. And the more you own that, the easier it is for other people who are attracted to that to flow in. So it's, goes back to that whole like attracts like thing. If you were showing up and sharing the things that you like, that you enjoy, that it comes most naturally to you, the reasons that you're amazing, the reasons why people want to work with you, like sharing and owning those things is only going to attract more of the same, more of the right people. Where we get stuck here is thinking that there's got to be one way to do it and it's clearly not your way and that like that's where we cause this kind of like mindset tailspin in trying to morph into the way you saw someone else write their captions or the way someone else does their lives or whatever it is right that's where that comparison can be really important to work through because ultimately what I've seen is that doesn't usually serve you. That feeling of comparison, that feeling like, you know, this is how so-and-so does it, so that must be the right way, but that feels really unnatural and unfamiliar, so now I have to figure out how to do it that way. Like, you know what I'm talking about here. (laughs) Like, that does not serve you. And what I have found is that the way to work through that is by getting quiet. And I know that that sounds kind of I don't know, almost like too easy, right? I think our brains go to that place where we're like, ah, I mean, that just sounds a little too easy. So it couldn't possibly be that simple. And I need to like go write, you know, 44 more posts before I would even consider that, right? But the truth is the way to tap back into what feels good to you is by getting quiet, is by having that space, is by giving yourself that permission to do it the way you would do it. But it means that we have to clear out a lot of the noise first. It means that, you know, whether you have to go on a content detox and you have to like literally not open Instagram, delete the app from your phone, whether it means that I had a period of time where I could not listen to business podcasts. I just knew it was like tanking my mindset every single time I would listen to one. And it just made me feel like a bad business owner. And I think I'm pretty sure my coach was like, yeah, we're not doing that anymore. Like no more business podcasts. You're detoxing that. And That helped so much because when I was constantly being inundated with like essentially this inner self-talk that was saying I was doing it wrong, right? Like that's really what we're up against here. That's where the comparison seeps in here is it's not actually that you know, the podcast that I was listening to, that was the problem. It was the feelings and the thoughts and emotions that listening to that podcast would elicit. And I actually didn't realize I just didn't need that, right? Like I just didn't need to feel shitty about all of those things. And that just wasn't there anymore when I stopped listening to those podcasts. It became so much easier for me to tune into the way that I felt like I wanted to do things the way I felt like was the right way, the way I felt drawn to 
talk about things, whatever it was, right? Run my business. And I think that that was just so helpful. And again, I think that we're so hesitant to do this because we're like, oh my goodness, like, I could like I couldn't possibly know how to run a business if I wasn't listening to business podcasts or I couldn't possibly know how to write a post if I didn't have like, you know, 40 other ones showing up in my feed making me feel like I was doing it wrong. And the truth is that's kind of something you just have to pull the plug on and and take it from there. I think once you find yourself having that space and quieting that extra noise that says that you're not doing it correctly or that it needs to be done in one certain way, that's when that sort of inner voice is, you can hear it essentially. It rises to the top and it becomes more natural to, you know, speak in the way you would normally speak or write the post in the way that feels good or connect with your audience without, you know, convincing yourself that you actually shouldn't because, I don't know, you because you don't have makeup on or you're still in your pajamas or whatever it is, right? So that's That's the thing that makes it easier, and yet it's also the thing that we're sometimes most resistant to, simply because it's it's just different. It's just uncomfortable from from what we've been doing in the past, right? I think sometimes we're so used to, our minds are so used to being inundated with that negative self-talk that we're doing it wrong, that it seems like, you know, removing that would just be like such a jarring change. And I think that's almost the point. Like, (laughs) I think that to a certain extent, that's exactly why you do want to create that space for yourself. You want to create space to tap back into what feels good to you. I think you know in this day and age, I sound so old when I say that. I'm not that old enough to be saying phrases like that, but I think you know that social media is so prevalent right now. It is so easy to find that noise, right? Like it's so easy to get wrapped up in that. And I think that the more that we're like, surrounded by that noise, sometimes the more difficult it feels to tap back into who we really are and give ourselves permission to let that shine. It sounds so cheesy, but to actually share that, to actually share that in your business, to share that in your marketing, to be that person that you are in real life. I think there's a, um, oh goodness, I'm going to butcher this and totally didn't plan on talking about it. So I didn't even bother to look up the quote, but there's a Dr. Joe Dispenza quote and it's something to the effect of, actually, let's just look it up. Hold on. We'll just pause and we're going to look up this quote. Okay. It's absolutely amazing that I was able to find this quote because I had to pull it up on Instagram, but I was able to find it. So the quote reads, you are transparent when how you appear is who you are. And when you live your life that way, you will experience a state of gratitude and elevated joy, your natural state of being. Okay. So the reason I love this quote is because it's basically what I'm getting at here. And I'm really encouraging you to apply to all the various aspects of your business from your marketing content to your sales process to how you, you know, interact with clients, like all of it, right? Because this idea of like, being transparent 
in how you appear and who you are, I think that there is just something to this, right? And it's something that like goes against the grain of almost what we're led to believe with social media and the highlight reel and like all of the stigma associated with that. But I think that there's really something to this because the more you give yourself permission to be yourself and to embrace the things you're good at and to show up as who you really are and to infuse those parts of your personality and anchor into what makes you amazing both in life and business and then convey that outwardly, the more that inner thought, feeling, emotion, being matches that external being. And I think that that is where the magic happens. That is really where the secret that I was talking about earlier lies to attracting and landing more of the right clients, because that is where you no longer feel like you have to be someone else to be successful. You no longer have to do things in a way that goes against the way you would naturally do them or what feels good and in integrity to you. You don't have to go against, you know, all of these things, essentially trying to convince yourself that you should be any different than who you are. We get to work with what we've got. We get to be who we are. We get to really have that and be that person. And I say this all the time, but I really think that future you is just about returning to who you really are. And this is just such a beautiful example of that because this is where you get to embrace that. This is where instead of making yourself wrong for all the things that you have convinced yourself you're not, not clever enough, not extroverted enough, not insert thing here, right? you get to embrace who you actually are and you get to really lean into how magical that is and why that's the exact perfect way for you to show up in your business and gain visibility and close sales and really get back to who you actually are and believing that that is actually what creates that success with more ease and attracts and lands more of the right clients. So that is what I was so excited to share with you today. That is what I really encourage you to embrace more of and really encourage you to journal. Where are you not giving yourself full permission to be yourself, to not be that transparent future you version of yourself and how can you get back to that how can you be who you truly are how can you return to that and start even if it's just a little bit at a time start infusing more of that into your business into the way that you attract clients into your visibility efforts because I 100% know that this is possible for you and not only do I know it's possible I know that your results will only increase the more that you embrace who you actually are. So that is what I really encourage you to look at in your business. That's what I encourage you to shift your mindset around and really start giving yourself permission around. And I just know that amazing things will happen because of it. All right, guys, have a great week. Thanks for listening to One Simple Shift. Check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at amandajoyceweber.com slash one simple shift. If you're loving this podcast, do me a favor and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These reviews truly mean the world to me, helping me to reach more people and have more impact. And as a special thanks, we'll reach out to everyone that leaves a review and you'll receive my absolutely free life and business changing future you meditation. 
This mindset exercise is the simplest, easiest way to tap into future you today and start being that woman now. I only wish I had a visualization exercise like this when I first started my business, and now it's available to all of you. Simply screenshot your review and email it to me at amanda at amandajoyceweber.com to receive your free meditation. And remember, sometimes the only thing standing in the way of a more profitable business and a more fulfilling life is one simple shift. But I think that one of the most useful things you can do, oh, words, goodness, 